is a superhero, and um, he has like this gum, and she just blows the bubble. He, if he chews the gum and then he blows a bubble, and then he just gets into his outfit and fights crime. He works as a sidekick. Together they protect the city, and he um like has this magic watch. So if like Ray calls him. He can just um, go like to um, raise like to the Captain Man's secret hideout. If I were a superhero, I would um, I would have um, lightning um, firepower that came out of my eyes. I would be super. It's me, Dale. I'm your host. And if this is a man sitting in his underwear watching Vintage Parade clips on YouTube, then this must be Dale Radio. And I'm so excited to be bringing you a special holiday episode of the program coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And this is a show about characters and the creators. And this week, the character is me. (laughs) And isn't this time of year wonderful. In my neighborhood, of course, we're celebrating a very Gowanus Thanksgiving. At 9 a.m., we'll start with a landing of the sludge flower. An old trolling vessel will creak up the Gowanus and dock outside of the scrapyard, where ten people dressed as radioactive pilgrims will be using a cutting torch to carve their names in the side of an old Plymouth. Then we'll all take a damp seat around a soggy picnic bench and trade bits of old tires for artisanally made corn waffles from a Native American food truck from Bushwick. Once again, Councilman Brad Lander will be dressed as Chief Kiwani and will preside over the Bobbing for Oysters contest, wherein we buy a bunch of oysters from Whole Foods and have children try to grab them with their mouths from a coffin filled with bottled water. Yes, all the traditional activities are in place. I'm especially excited to serve as head of the balloon committee. This year, I have fashioned a gigantic Blinky the Three-Eyed Catfish balloon out of over 3,000 smaller balloons that I purchased after a heroic trip to Party City at the Atlantic Terminal. Now, if you've ever been there, you know. You think a last-minute bulk balloon buy is going to be easy. Well, Party City has other ideas. Blinky will no doubt sail over the heads of 20 or so people all of us committed to keeping the great legacy of colonization and cheap land grabs alive. The theme of this year's celebration is buyer's remorse. We'll be down there all day and well into the evening when we set the canal on fire and watch a tire smolder while singing the songs of our old forefathers and mothers, who, of course, were mostly witches. Songs like Should Have Stayed Home and This Place Stinks. And, of course, my favorite, Thou Said There'd Be Turkey. I love the old hymns, don't you? I hope you're safe and sound wherever you're going this holiday weekend. Lots of traveling and spending time with people you barely know, even though you share a last name. It's special this time of year, isn't it? So I thought I'd offer you a look back at some of my favorite Thanksgiving episodes here on Dell Radio. So we'll take a turkey trot 
Oh, my neighbor, Linda Swirsky, she always tries to get us to do that turkey trot business. She's out there stretching all afternoon, trying to catch my eye with her waving and her ankle weights and her brightly colored spandex bottoms. Hello, Linda, I see you. I am not getting up early to run on a holiday weekend after eating all of my favorite foods. I see that you care more than me about everything. Nope, I'm going to sit inside and eat bacon and drink whiskey at an ungodly hour because I can, Linda. I am a grown person who does not need to feel bad about their life choices. Have a fun trot. Then the worst part is they post the photos of the trots on Facebook. Keep your trots to yourself, friends. Don't ruin this for me. I want to go to sleep in a tryptophan haze, and I want to wake up to the smell of pancakes and maple syrup and just drift in and out of the kitchen on those wavy odor lines like they have in the cartoons. Just arms at my sides, eyes closed. Ah, mm. oh, now, how about this? How about the character, uh, audio character portrait at the top of the show? That was, of course, that was a voice that has uh, been making uh, its debut here on the program. That is Baby Pepsi, my niece Katrina's daughter and uh, somebody who I've been looking after. And uh, she's certainly taught me a lot about the world and a lot about some shows that uh, I am forced to watch most mornings, including Henry Danger, uh, which uh, just, it's, it's great. Children's television programs, it's just it's wonderful. And the fact that now it's on demand and that's what children can do. They can say, I demand it, and then it is on. And that's the only thing. It's the both, it's the soothing that you can offer, and um, it's uh, also the thing that you fall into as a trap, isn't it? Uh, if you are a legal guardian such as myself or, or a parent of a young one, you, you, you understand this situation. And some things are, are better than others. Some things you can tolerate. Oh, gosh, what is it? Uh, uh, my Pretty Pony Marathon? Sure, I'll watch the heck out of that. I believe friendship is magic. I want to know what's up with the Twilight Sparkle. I like that little dragon fella. What's she up to? But then you get some of these programs with a... I think it's that I like the cartoons more. I just I respond better to the animations. Uh, but once you get people in there, once you get uh, child actors, eh, I don't know. I don't, is that coming from a place of jealousy? Maybe. Maybe it is. You know, there's a lot of a lot of young folks out there doing great, great things. And um, I go to see my friends. Well, some of them are quite old. You know, some of them you can only see during special hours. Some of them, most of them, what they're eating is beige. And what are you having? Beige. <laughs> you know, a little bit of jello is a real highlight for them. But... Um, I have so many great fans, too, over the years that you have done so many shows at senior homes and things, uh, VFW halls. Uh, these are these are um, my peers in my community at this point, and uh, uh, you stop in this time of year. They'll have to do special shows and things, too, and they have singers from the local uh, women's club or the Boy Scouts or what have you. Usually a youth choir is involved, and um, that, that sometimes that sometimes goes well and uh, sometimes not so much but uh, it's fun it's fun to go over there and just you see how few possessions you have left when you're at the end of your life but the point is I went to a comedy show the other night I ducked in and uh, just to see what's happening what's the scene I like to stay in touch with the people and I realized I was the oldest person 
there. And that feels good as a performer, as a creative producer. It just feels good. You go online, you watch my new series of web videos, Opening Bags, where I open bags from places that I go. Now, it's no Game of Thrones, but it's compelling to watch nonetheless. It has been compared by one anonymous YouTube commenter as uh, close to Jessica Jones. Okay, that's a hot new show on Netflix. I'll take it. I'll see some of the comparisons. There's some similarities uh, between me and the impervious Luke Cage, you know. Uh, <laughs> but you let my video play there in the YouTube, and I don't know, some uh, automatic next clip comes up after mine. You know, it's some seven-year-old girl just unwrapping toys for 15 minutes. She has 970,000 views. I have 60. All right, you put a lot of time into something. How long did it take me to edit that? Well, a long time. I had to learn the software. I'm uh, pulling music. I have to design a logo. Then I have to upload the thing. Then I'm not happy with it, so I take it down. I re-upload the thing. And this other, just a child unwrapping toys. It's not even edited. It's just the child for 15 minutes. The new media landscape is one that I'm still adjusting to. Now, at some point, wisdom and perseverance has to win out, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Oh, folks, I'm playing a long game. Like Methuselah, playing a long, long game. A few years ago, I found myself trying to get a little dating advice. Currently, uh, my lady and friend and I are doing okay. We've been together about six months or so, and we're enjoying each other's company. I don't love that she leaves clothes on the ground, and she doesn't appreciate that I seem incapable of putting a new roll of toilet paper on the holder. But So we annoy each other equally and thus far without incident. So I'd say it's going pretty well. <laughs> She's out to New Jersey to visit with her family. And I said, oh, I wish I could go, but that <laughs> sounds a little far. And I got this thing with the burning tires down the Gowanus in a big balloon. Plus, who can stand the path train on Thanksgiving? However, any chance to go to Penn Station when it's crowded, I'll go. I love it there. I love it. If they build a monorail between Penn Station and LaGuardia, that'd be what heaven looks like to me. Just grab an Auntie Annie's at one place, zip, grab another delicious buttery pretzel on the other, other end. I like thinking about pretzels and public transportation. It's nice greasy fingers and metal poles. Sometimes dating is hard to navigate, and a little pretzly in its twists and turns, isn't it? So I paid a visit a couple of years ago to a dating expert and relationship coach, Rachel Russo. And uh, I, I was uh, disoriented at first because I wasn't sure what the protocol was, but I filled out a form about my likes and dislikes, some personal information, if you will. And uh, the office had some good-looking pictures of ladies on the wall. But I quickly found Rachel to be a knowledgeable person with a lot of sound advice, and, she, and she's authored a couple of books on the subject. And uh, if you had a lonely heart, this is the place to go. And, uh, you know, especially, especially around Thanksgiving. So here's a, a, a clip. Uh, from my conversation with Rachel Russo. This is from season five. And uh, well, this is this is where the love happens. Is that right? This is true. And thank you so much for coming and, and interviewing me here today. Sure, absolutely. It's a great office. You got a lot of nice pictures of good looking gals on the uh, on the walls there. What do, what do they all do? Well, they have different professions. I think that New York is a 
town that's really uh, full of diversity and ambition and everything else, whether it's arts, entertainment, business, finance. We've got it all here in New York. Well, that's great. And it's well represented here then. This is true. That's terrific. Well, I want to get into what it is you do and how you do it and all that. We won't reveal any trade secrets, of course. But, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're coming, especially because we're just in advance of a holiday that, in my opinion, could use a little romantic sprucing up. You know, it's uh, Thanksgiving soon. And I think it could even become our most erotic holiday if we work hard at it. Erotic, really? I don't know about that, but we'll see. I mean, you got the stuffing of cavities. Uh, that way the cranberry sauce kind of eases out of the can. And uh, drinking, of course. And, and giant balloons. So that's all the things I need. It's true. If you look well, at it like that, it's true. Do you ever have an especially romantic Thanksgiving had a Thanksgiving or two. I mean, it usually involves family members of the significant other as well. So right, it's not sure. totally romantic, but there's a little time alone, you know, when you're kind of like making the stuffing, <laughs> whatever. Sure, you take a moment or two. Do you do a wild rice or a cornbread? I do a cornbread. Uh-huh, I'm a, a nice cornbread one. kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, uh, what would you uh, what would you give uh, uh, what would you tell somebody that's setting up a Thanksgiving date? Maybe they're meeting the family for the first time or something. Maybe that's too advanced. What would you say? Well, what about an early Thanksgiving date? An early Thanksgiving date. I mean, if you if you are going to meet the family early on into the dating relationship, it could be kind of nerve-wracking. Sure. So I would tell the singles to just be themselves mm-hmm. and not try too hard. I mean, okay, be yourself, but obviously if you dress in a way that would kind of make the family raise an eyebrow, maybe you want to tone it down sure. and just look a little more conservative for that day. Be yourself. Don't be a different person, but... Maybe less chains. Mm, a little, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's your deal. Think about who you're going to be meeting and what they would like, and and ask the date or partner or whoever what he or she suggests for sure. kind of winning over the family. But but don't try too hard. Try a little hard. You want to impress, but you don't want to overdo it. You exactly. don't want to get into the territory where you are no, you're acting. You right. don't want to be acting, right? Because that'll come through. People can read that, can't they? Oh, of course. Even your aunt Phyllis could see that. Right. On somebody. You have an Aunt Phyllis? I don't. You got any funny names? I have an Aunt Paula. Oh, that works. That's close. Well, let's talk about you a little bit more now that we uh, brought your family (laughs) into it. How is Aunt Paula? Is she going to listen? She's She's great. Oh, I'd love it if she would listen. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. Well, let's talk about you, the woman behind the advice, and where'd you grow up? I grew up in North Jersey. Hey, there you go. In a little town called Totowa, just about 25 miles outside of Manhattan. They they got the, that's where Midgetville is. Yes, Annie's yeah. Ghost Road, Midgetville. Yeah. That's quite a tourist attraction. It is. They, they, well, I tell you, I drove over there the other day, and they, they don't want you to come in there. No, they the really two, don't. two non-midget people were very serious about not letting you in. Wow. I haven't been there in years, actually trying to go to that yeah. Annie's Ghost Road. Right. It's the, Where it is. It's spooky over there. It is spooky. But then we uh, we also drove to see the big falls over there. Okay, wow. You know, there's a lot of fun. In, that's in exciting. The, in North Jersey. People think right. there's nothing to do. Clearly there is. And do you, do you, that's right. It could lead a person to date something. It could. <laughs> <laughs> All of those great date spots, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about the falls, maybe more so than Midgetville or that's the Bloodstained Road. But yeah, but we'll get there. I'll be loving you. Always. 
another favorite episode of mine was a recent talk with Jacqueline Novak. Jacqueline, well, you just saw her on the Late Late Show with James Corden, didn't you? And we talked about all the things that come up during the holidays, depression, uh, sharing a turkey with Lena Dunham. I haven't done that one, but she had. And then uh, we talked a little bit about travel in this clip, specifically uh, what it's like to ride up there on Metro North, which probably some of you are doing right now. And I uh, hope you're having a good trip. Okay, here's the conversation. Uh, just a brief uh, excerpt from my time with Jacqueline. And uh, now I haven't talked to too many folks with a number one comedy album, so congratulations again for reaching the top. Did top I th- reach the top thing? I'm pretty I sure so. I was at maybe two. On my list, you're number one. All right, well, and, I'll take that. I'll and take I listened that. to the, the album, uh, Quality Notions, on Metro North. You uh, did? I did, I did. And uh, I just got so excited because I've spent quite a bit of time on Metro North myself. <laughs> that's, a, that's where you're fa- For some reason, I had something in here that was maybe misinformation, but that's where you grew up entirely yes. up there. So you're familiar with the old rails going up there, the rocking <laughs> back and forth. I love them. Never sleep better or meditate better, really. It's kind of a half sleep. <laughs> I'll tell you, the woman that was on the train coming back, she said, can you, can you guys, guys, can you wake me yes. uh, when we get to uh, Grand Central? I said, sure, we'll wake you. And she fell asleep with her face on the white part. You know, they have kind of a red seat, and yes. then in the middle is white. And when she, we, I looked over there as we got close to Grand Central, and it was just a smear of mascara and drool no. <laughs> all no. over that white just part. Just every fluid. Oh, just, my gosh. Just, I felt both for her and whoever sat down there not yes. really paying attention. Cause you're gonna you always it. do a quick scan, though, don't you? I it's do. usually pretty I clean. Do. Not everybody does, but I do. <laughs> It's amazing how many people have vomited on that train late at night, heading uh, back to the suburbs. I would imagine. Teenagers. Yep. Did you go into the city a lot? Yeah, a fair amount. I mean, I never vomited on the way back or anything, but I remember it being extremely common. Yeah. A number of times I fell asleep and woke up in southeast or whatever. What's the scene there? There's nothing there. It's just the <laughs> end of the line. And I got out and, and you know, had to call a cab from to come pick me up. It's not really a great story, but... I liked it. <laughs> Maybe put it you on know, the, the next... It's a nightmare. It's the nightmare everyone thinks, you know, wake me up when I get... You know, they have hats. I don't know if you've seen those. Some guys wear hats that say, wake me up in Mount Kisco. <laughs> like, an embroidered hat. That's and they use great. them. I, got, I mean, I'm sure their wives, okay. you know, give them to them. I'm going to get one of those. I like it. Just because they probably lost them a couple times. Now the good life is a nightlife. Isn't she great? I mean, Jacqueline has only gotten better and more confident and more impressive every time I see her. I was talking about ducking in to see a show the other night, and it was because she was hosting with John Early, and uh, she'd just been destroying lately. She did great on the, on the show, on the television show, and then live. If you get a chance to go and see her, just go and do it because it's great. She was on the bill. Um, uh, she opened uh, for John Early and Kate Berlant uh, and Ham Sandwich and uh, some other folks that were at the Bell House. Uh, we went over there a date night. And, uh, that was pretty fun. Anyway, you can tell I'm a fan, and uh, please seek her out. I hope that uh, she takes this as a compliment, too, because I mean it, uh, Jacqueline. Anytime Adele has a new album out, I really think she should be making Adele parody videos because I keep seeing this gal Adele, and I think that it's Jacqueline every time. I mean, there's there's variations there for for certain. and uh, uh, Not... I don't know that Jacqueline wears quite as much cat eye 
but uh, and the nails might be different shapes. I haven't gotten that close. But uh, Adele, maybe Adele should be making Jacqueline Novak videos. That's probably that's probably what should happen. Either way, it would be a good time, and well, somebody's going to do it and make some money. And here's one from a solo episode where I describe uh, something we've let go recently, but the harvest festivals that we used to do. Oh, the famous harvest festivals, and a little, a bit. Some sometimes is good is a good uh, moment to see a movie, and uh, that's what we had done on this particular uh, holiday weekend. <laughs> Of course, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving in the Seaver family on account of our Canadian Cherokee heritage, but a finer uh, harvest festival uh, you could not imagine. Well, some of you probably could. <laughs> in fact, from the email attachment I've been getting lately, uh, I know that a certain Katie Lou in Jackson Hole has quite the vivid imagination. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my goodness, uh, she sends me things that she calls fan fiction, Dale fan fiction. And I, I can tell you this, uh, we get into some sticky situations uh, out there. So uh, anyhow, uh, my thanks to Katie Lou. Of course, everyone was there uh, at the Harvest Festival, tethered by our neck bands to the Harvest Stone, lifting it jointly to the center of the grind wheel and dousing ourselves in the ritual flames of our ancestors uh, 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 with, with a little bit of molasses. And uh, it takes really over 17 hours or one moon cycle to... Uh, fully complete the ceremony, though for the little ones this year, we, we kept it to just a 14-hour, a, a little bit of a reform harvest festival this year. Niece Katrina made her famous lima bean chipotle ambrosia, so I uh, spent the better part of a Tuesday toasting marshmallows with a propane torch, <laughs> but uh, we had some fun. Uh, after it was all over, she and I uh, uh, snuck out to the movies, which was just a treat. Uh, you know, sometime in the holidays, it's nice to just just be around family, but not be so close. So uh, uh, she and I uh, headed over there to see the latest Harry Potter movie, and uh, we we got our seats there. And uh, uh, <laughs> I leaned into her and I said, "Let me let me guess. That scrawny kid with a funny neck and glasses is going to get into a tight spot, and the Percy gal and the ginger will have to bail <laughs> bail him out." <laughs> And by the way, that fella with a breathing problem is going to have to light up his branch. And would you know, <laughs> I was exactly right. My goodness, that's about the whole thing. And it's one of these movies where it's kind of an in-between thing. So it just stretches and stretches and stretches. You know there's not going to be any resolution. Uh, but, uh, you know, there, there it is. And finally, well, listen, some of you do it, don't you? You celebrate Cheapskate Friday. You go to the malls and the stores looking for bargains for the loved ones you just left sleeping at home or maybe you ducked out early from some kind of late-night uh, uh, truth-telling session after a couple of drinks, you know, really getting into it. You say, excuse me, I'm, I'm going to go pay less than full price for a gift. But uh, me, I love it. I love going. I love free samples. I, I go to these places, Costco, and they say, would you like some salsa? Absolutely, I would. Give me some of that salsa. Load it up. I mean, I've eaten full meals just going through those aisles. And I, you, you, here's the thing. You stand there long enough. You get to know the people, all right? And you get to see. You learn about people's lives over a little uh, paper cup of salsa. And the look on the people's faces when you say, you got to try this, it's really good. 
and uh, the person who's giving it out, whose the job it is to give the free samples, you can tell that their hearts are warmed as well. Their, their job is to get you to try the stuff, and when you do, when you accept it, when you let it in, gosh, their whole, their whole um, uh, gosh is a, a Canadian expression, but uh, they just got, they, they, they light up, their whole body radiates, and um, it's not just because the salsa's too hot, but because they're just, they're excited that you took a piece of them, a piece of their offering, you know, and they, you, you took it in uh, to yourself and you responded positively and encouraged others to also try it. I mean, these are creative individuals, folks. You know, they don't have a lot going on. I've talked to them. They, there's not a lot for them at home, but they have these little um, like the little things you use to get ketchup at Wendy's, these little paper cups, just simple paper cups. That's all they have to offer, you know, like the little drummer boy, just his drum. He just had these little paper cups. Uh, that's, all, that's all that they can uh, give. That's their vessel, and they're hoping that you will take it. And, boy, when you do, you'll be rewarded, and it's, that's a wonderful thing to do this time of year, just to, just to um, help somebody through it. You know, they're going through something. You know, they work at the end of an aisle at Costco. So take, take the cup. You don't have to eat it. Just walk around the corner. Dump it in a trash can for all I care. Just take it and watch the, watch their eyes light up and know that um, humanity still has value. But I, I loved going because I'm a podcaster on a fixed income. So if I can save you a couple of dollars, if I can save myself a couple of dollars on something for you, you better believe I'm going to do it. If I remember to get you a gift, that's number one. Consider yourself a... <laughs> Lucky, because that's a small list. But um, I actually did this a couple of years ago. I went out with two members of my extended family, uh, and uh, we rode around in a Honda very late, very late at night around this time. And um, I was duped. I didn't really know we were going to be uh, out out quite quite as late as we were. But they were determined to get to the sales. And, uh, you know, this is such a wonderful thing. We, we usually push, post a link to this show every year, and it's become a kind of tradition. And uh, I know I can feel the folks gathering around the fireplaces, the hearths, the, um, uh, that part of the condo where you listen to, to things, maybe you have speakers in every room, so you can just be independent, and um, that's great too. But um, you, you can feel like maybe somebody has put a uh, iPhone in a glass to help it amplify, you know. But that's the kind of things that are happening when when this program airs every year. It's it's better than a Peanuts cartoon. Uh, it's it's better than a stop motion reindeer. This is this is truly what it's all about. Just two gals, a guy, in a Honda. And uh, armed with a coupon book, just driving around, standing in lines. And if you're if you're out doing this, if you're participating in this Black Friday ritual, I salute you. If you're staying home, well, you are missing out on uh, uh, really the beautiful sleep one can only get while slumped against the floor outside of a Yankee candle. Here it is, the annual classic. It's the Dale Radio Black Friday special. Till the morning comes Till the morning comes We'll walk together through the darkness Till the morning All right.
right. Well, here we are after our first stop. And, uh, boy, I tell you, our spirits are still high after that. We, we saved well over $3,000. I, I think you all did. I, of course, insisted on paying full price. Things we got to have some water in here, I think. it's, it's We've been really running around. It's just choked up. That's what happens when you see some of these bargains. Now, Shelby, you lost out on a pirate ship. Is that true? I'm sorry for your loss and your missed opportunity there. We just weren't quick enough. We should have come out here right at 7.30. Yes, yes, in line. <laughs> and we should have been in line. But, uh, boy, people are really starting to pack in now. Uh, the scene out here at the parking structure, uh, we're, we're almost at capacity, I'd say. What, did you enjoy that, it being in that line? <laughs> Ladies? Oh, it was just so much fun. I know I did. I met a lot of nice people there. I was back in the real weeds in the crib section of that toy store trying to understand why there weren't more just regular sheets for children, but I guess that's oh, not look looks. Well, I got some. Don't don't worry about it. I got some, but they don't have the flat sheet. I had everything. Fi- this is compelling, isn't it, for our listeners? I bet a lot of people are wondering what's going on with my sheet situation. a good time here, ladies and gentlemen, as we try and hover again, looking for some, uh, what do you call that, reverse lights to be on. That's our signal to hold and put on our signal and just wait. And uh, some of these people take their sweet time getting out, don't they? I like that. I like a little extra time in the parking structure just to get my game plan together and where we're going to be and who's going to go first in the line. I tell you, we got quite a system here. And uh, now we're pulling in. This is good. Oh. Nope. Oh, <laughs> old Candy gave us a switcheroo, and we're gonna just pull through to one, one F here, one D. We'll be safe at one D. Now let's go get some bargains. All right. All right. So one of the one of the secrets that we've discovered here is that you take off your outer layer. Now it's a bit all closed. We do. <laughs> this is how you get the good bargain. People really get out of your way. Get out of your way in the line, don't they? When you don't have any clothes on, as I well know. But I'm going to take a risk here and leave the jacket because i got a lot of pockets that I like to... i got things in pockets is what I do. But uh, maybe I'll put the old case away. And, uh, boy, I'm, I'm just... I'm, this is exciting. Okay, so we leave our coach in the car and uh, we get everybody's cell phones. It hardly does. I'd say it's more about 11.45 or so. <laughs> it doesn't feel a, a minute over that. And, uh, okay, we got everybody. And we've... This is really something you look forward to every year, isn't it? Now, this is something you did as a kid. We go rocking this. Every year. Now, this has been a real... It's like I'm being inducted into a secret tribe of women. (laughs) And I like it, let me tell you. I hope you don't kick me out come come, uh, Regret Saturday. (laughs) Is that what they call it? What color does Saturday have? Well, we'll figure it out. Anyhow, I really appreciate this and let me tag along. And it's been a real tradition in your family, though. Is that true? Uh, well, yes, but I don't often get to do that with my family. Well, sometimes it's it's nice to do things to separately. There we go. I like it. And uh, well, here we go. We're going to enter the big, the big mall. There could be some jewelry in there, so we step on it. And uh, well, Liz, I tell you something. Last year we came here at 4 a.m. so I could get a Dutch oven. 
guess what? It got recalled in the last consumer report. Oh. Well, you don't <laughs> return it last month. You don't always win, do you? Well, this is exciting. Everything's decked out for Christmas. A lot of teens and things coming through with their cell phones. That's going to do. That's going to be nice. That's three whole pots. She'll set that up in her dorm room, I think. Got to be careful, though. Don't fall asleep with that on. Like the old halogen bulbs, sometimes you put a little scented oil. They just go right up. Well, this is looking good. We're into some heavy china, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune out so we can get to the bargains here and focus. But uh, we'll, we'll come back again and update you. I'm telling you now, we're into hour two here, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I tell you, we're starting to be a little bit fatigued, but we're smelling good. We loaded up on a lot of nice new fragrances, and it's really keeping, your, keeping our senses awake just past a packed Starbucks on the upper level. And, uh, boy, just now we're at a beautiful Christmas display full of little toys and dolls hanging from trees. And, uh, the, again... Uh, while, while our energy may be sagging slightly, uh, there's still a lot of lot of activity here. A lot of teens looking for bargains are just out for a nice time. I think we all agree that the closed bar was a missed opportunity. But uh, ah, yes, I see uh, the uh, place where they would install the, the the chubby man in the red suit is empty. Uh, not a lot of children out here, though. You do see a few, and you you have to question the parents. Don't you? Anyhow, uh, that's where we're at now, but there's uh, more coming up. Oh, hey, hey, there we are. I fell asleep outside of the Yankee Candle, but I'm getting ready to rally. Boy, I had such, I had cinnamon dreams and gingerbread wishes going on in my head. All right, well, the ladies are ready to keep going, and uh, let's, let's do it. You scored a big scale. I'm telling you, this is a, it's a real test of stamina. What kind of, what kind of sale did you find? What was the item? Can you allowed to say that, or are you allowed to say? Four, uh, four pieces of clothing at Banana Republic. It was supposed to be $138 on clearance, $78. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? This is where it really starts. That's way that'll keep this us going. About, man. That's what it's about. Right <laughs> I'm telling you, she's excited. We're slamming trash cans here, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna keep it going. We have another four hours, I think, in us, and uh, so we'll we'll hit the next one. That's great. Well, congratulations. Thank Let's you. keep it as a new a new total that we gotta be. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're about hour three, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, it's a lively group in, in here. Got the burn. How's everybody feeling? The burn. It's the burn the in the back seat. <laughs> I, I can't have the burn. I'm driving. I'm going to click it so that we can keep going in safety. Because now's the hour everybody's real jazzed and hopped up on all kinds of eggnog lattes and whatnot that they've had in there. Boy, that was successful, though, I'd say. Now, you you all keep going? Yep, we keep going. Really? What's the name? <laughs> I guess I should have checked the itinerary <laughs> before. I wasn't You're aware. The... 
I figure we do a good, good two hours, and uh, well, this is this is exciting. Okay, second wind. Second wind. I tell you, I was, I snuck into the fitting room in there, had myself a little time of it. Uh, I wasn't just wasn't just trying on pants. No, it was. Her glasses weren't steamed because of the heat. No, it was. Uh, I tell you, I had a big dinner though today, Thanksgiving. So mm, thank things. Thanks, Aunt Nan. Yes, thanks to the great Aunt Nan Seaver for uh, putting things together there. A real moist bird, wasn't that a moist bird? It was a moist bird. I don't know if she brines it or maybe I always like to cook it in the dishwasher. Of course, I cook everything in the dishwasher when I can. A can of what? Schlitz. No, I know the the beer Schlitz. Yes. I should tell you, I thought for a minute I had to beep the podcast on what you were saying. Schlitz, you put that in the turkey, do you? You marinate the turkey. It's like a brine, a Schlitz brine? Yep. That was one of the battles in World War II, I think. <laughs> the old Schlitz brine when I was out there on the front. And isn't that, it all comes back here to the King of Prussia. But we've had a we've had a nice a nice go of it uh, there. What, what, now it, we're heading to Exton. And now we go to the next mall on the docket. No, the Exton, not the Yeah, we're going to Exton, right? Ex Exton Mall. Boy, that's a nice facility there. They've done a lot of upgrades recently, and uh, you got. I like to go there. Sometimes I go early, a little early. <laughs> this is a little early. I like to go because I like to hang out with the mall walkers. There and we get a nice little circuit and uh, this, well I had a nice run in with the security guard back here. She snuck up to me. She saw I was taking some photos because of course I like to take nice images for the podcast. And uh, always nice to have images on an audio show. But anyhow, uh, I was taking a little bit of the picture. Gets give you uh, listeners a, a sense of what. We, boy, you really hear the engine in this, don't you? Uh, per ideal situation for broadcast, but. Uh, Anyhow, taking a picture, a gal saddles up. I think it was a gal, though she had a bit of a beard growing on the bottom of her chin. And uh, she said, you know, you better be a little bit more discreet about taking pictures. And uh, we laughed, and then I took her photo, and uh, she was, uh, I don't want to get her in trouble, but she snuck off to Wawa. She was a little bit disgruntled, <laughs> disgruntled there at the 2 o'clock hour. And uh, anyhow, she was uh, she was a lot of fun, and I bet she's over there having a Thanksgiving sandwich from Wawa. That's one of the local convenience stores down here, and uh, they do it just a little bit better. Don't? <laughs> That's what they say, isn't it, Candy? It is. That's right. So, uh, well, all right, uh, I'll, 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 I'll turn it up. We're, we're going to the next place. Candy's dandy, but liquor's quicker. In case you didn't hear that over the roar of the 300 horsepower uh, that is coursing through the old CRV. So, uh, okay, well, I guess next report will be from the next mall, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. It's enough to make a man go down to his knees. <laughs> well, we've hit 4 a.m., which... <laughs> Which means we can now go to the to the Woo! store. <laughs> we can finally go to a, a shopping place. And uh, now it's off to, what, how do you say, Boscov's? Boscov. Boscov. And uh, they got a lot of nice things over there, don't they? What kind of Better things they have there? Oh, 
all sorts of clothing. Stuff. They have anything, uh, something yep. different than what we've been looking <laughs> at for the last, well, how long has it been? Five hours. We've all lost track at this point. It's all just a blur of half off and 20% off if you buy three and $18 for two. Yeah, absolutely. You go into these places and none of the cards are, everything's an everyday value is what they tell you when you get up there. And so you're just, well, all right then, I'll take it. Because I'm just too delirious at this point. Nothing matters. I can't feel anything anymore. Ah, uh, well, this is, this is a bargain entertainment though, I'll tell you. Being just here with you ladies. I think that's probably good. <laughs> oh. I tell you, we saw some we saw some good fashion there while we were waiting for you to deal with your rebate issue there, Shelby. And uh, uh, this lady came in here. I tell you, it's a good thing. She came in. She had star pajamas on, uh, and all her flannel pajamas that she's wearing. Of course, she probably just rolled... No, I think it's a good it's a good choice. But she was had a little beanie on, sipping some coffee, and uh, she was wearing those Skechers shape ups. And so, yeah, I thought there's a woman that I could spend some time with. I mean, because she knows what she's looking for. She I, well, she's got a tone as she as she shops, and I appreciate that. I should have worn my my uh, shape ups and get that. That's what they say. They get their whole rear end aligned. When you're doing that, so I wish her well at Coles, and now we're on to Bosco. And you say we get a chance to go to the mall after that? Yep. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, here we go. We'll we'll check in in another couple of hours when the sun comes up. All right. Okay. <laughs> we're uh, almost to morning now. Waiting for the sun to creep up, peek over yet another parking structure. And, uh, boy, I'd say we hit a wall there, didn't we, ladies? Yes, we did. And, uh, we got a little, I'd say I know exactly where it was for me, and I, I think uh, Shelby, too, and probably you as well, Ken, is when we walked into the Boscov's Auditorium that of Savings. <laughs> uh, they have a kind of a death trap of a chamber set up there with some, uh, some good-looking gals and some not-so-good-looking gals, to be honest, uh, in there looking at all kinds of uh, things that they may have seen on TV uh, that were deeply discounted. And uh, really. No, you don't think so? I have those uh, Maybe even just marked up a little <laughs> based on what it cost to manufacture any of the you things. You have to hunt and peck for them. $3.99. But it was really... A, Really, if something had happened in there, though, I think we all had a, a moment. It would have been a bad scene in there. Uh, really, kind of a little depressing, too. I felt crushed just by human weight as well as an emotional weight that really started to sink in there. And when you're already exhausted and pushed to the limit, and we've saved well over $10,000 tonight. That, uh, But we... Well, we got out of there quick, and we went over and had ourselves a... There's a the nice air. I tell you... No, I tell you, Candy, you've you've been around a microphone before. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to tell me? I'm trying to 
Uh, six hours enough of me talking, is it? But anyhow, uh, we got some hot cocoa and some cookies, and uh, we feel, I think, a little bit better now that we're on to our what may be our, our final destination. I'm not, I'm not sure. These ladies haven't told me much about where we're going and how long it's going to take, but... <laughs> you can tell we're having a lot of fun here, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's just it's just been a hoot to be out here and with all the and people are what's happened is now there's a fresh wave, I think you can see. Some of these people that probably had to get up to milk the cow anyway have come over to the mall and are uh, enjoying what the mall has to offer. And a banjo was playing. They had some kind of a, a, a traveling band or something that was really kicking up there, which is always... I like the banjo, don't you? Oh, just love it. One of our great instruments, and uh, we appreciate all the great banjo players out there, and I bet a lot of them are listening uh, tonight and uh, or today, where really time has ceased to matter, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So uh, here we go. We're going on to the next place, uh, Something, pick up something for baby Pepsi. Uh, so keep her warm in these cold winter months. She sleeps down on the floor. Then <laughs> I keep trying to tell Katrina, put her up on something, above, just to put some cardboard down or something. But uh, we'll, we'll pick up something for her at the store, and uh, then we'll check back in again and just wrap this all up, I hope, <laughs> if there is a God. All right. Well, here we are making the turn to get back home. Some, uh, boy, out of seven, eight, nine, ten hours later, after just a marathon shopping, it just time doesn't matter anymore. It's just a, a flurry of uh, lines and people, and we had a great time, didn't we, out there? We did. And uh, partially successful, totally successful, and some things uh, we may regret, but that's what. That's what today, I guess, is for now that we've made it through to this to this day. And, uh, boy, the, the, the sun is just about to peak over these majestic hills in Pennsylvania. And uh, I, I just want to thank you two ladies for just a wonderful time and showing me, inducting me into your secret society. <laughs> it's always been a mystery, and now I'm happy for it to become a mystery once again <laughs> and just slip away into the ether like so many pirate ships that uh, were missed out on. So, uh, well, uh, this is the really, truly, this has been excited, exciting, and, and uh, well, let's, let's check in about that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind having the itinerary in advance. Uh, to know it's a little bit more than I had. Well, that's a good point, and I am glad that I went. And sometimes life gives you things, and you think, Boy, I'd rather not do that, and you sit at home. And then other times you just go out and do it on a whim, don't you? And it turns out to be a marvelous experience. And that's what we've had here tonight. And, Candy, thanks for driving. You're terrific. Uh, you really showed me some new places to park, too. So I, next time I come down here, we'll have to sneak over there. And... Uh, um, it's just it's so many. My head is just spinning with so many new things that I have to take in, and uh, got a lot of great gifts. So it's going to be a real happy time, as it often is at the Seaver household. So uh, that I think wraps it up for us. I'm going to just uh, fall asleep at the door. I think you all can 
will wake me tomorrow uh, with some fresh cinnamon buns and bacon, if you don't mind. Oh, my goodness, wasn't that something? Uh, I hope to see you out there, folks. Ladies, see you out there. I meet so many wonderful people in all the things that I do, and I got some good stuff that time, too. And I hope you get good and stuff this holiday weekend. Thank you for listening. Uh, have, a, have a wonderful holiday. Till next time, I'll spread out the cardboard and set up my empty whiskey bottle tree that I finally get to set up just in time for Scotchmas, the annual month-long period of binge drinking single malt whiskeys to escape the chance of any real conversation happening at my parents' home. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Dale Radio is written and performed by James Bewley, musical director Steve O'Reilly. Season theme composed and performed by Shockwave. Podcast icon for season eight designed by Jenny Fine. Listen to Dale on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. And follow the program on Twitter at Dale Radio or on Instagram at Dale Seaver. If you'd like Dale to come to your local VFW or Elks Lodge, simply drop us a line at Dale Radio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. You're the best. <laughs>